I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Something like LSD is mostly associated with the American counterculture movement. But can it be used to treat mental health conditions? You know, minus the high. Many psychiatrists believe in their medical potentials, but now even drug companies are willing to take a bet on them. According to the business information platform Crunchbase, currently more than 80 drug companies are working on psychedelic compounds like ketamine, MDMA, LSD, and DMT. They are trying to tweak their structures and you know tone down their potency or develop similar compounds to treat depression ptsd and a host of other psychiatric issues several hallucinogens like psilocybin or magic mushrooms dmt and mescaline are found in nature others were synthesized in labs many many years back mdma for instance was developed in 1912 lsd in 1938 and ancient cultures may have venerated psychedelics but in our modern times they are heavily regulated because of the kind of long lasting effects they have on humans but these party drugs are getting a medical makeover now johnson and johnson's provato was the first psychedelic drug to receive approval from the us food and drug administration in 2019 this contains the active substance esketamine and is basically a nasal spray that is being used to treat major depressive disorder Recently the US regulators also approved an investigational new drug application from Expira Pharmaceuticals for psilocybin to be used in eating disorder treatment. According to a report on Wall Street Journal, Delix Therapeutics also recently raised 100 million dollars to also develop drugs similar to LSD and psilocybin and the pharma company plans to move two drugs into human trials next year. HMNC Brain Health is another biopharma company that is conducting clinical trials on a version of ketamine that can treat depression without raising blood pressure. Small Pharma and Celera Inc are both working on DMT. Perhaps the positive results of cannabis assisted treatments and the MDMA assisted therapy for PTSD are encouraging pharma companies to take the leap into psychedelics. For the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you read yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 20th December 2022. The effects of the thrilling World Cup final are still not sinking in. Perhaps this is the best World Cup final we have witnessed so far. and i imagine messi supporters would concur but although the match was between france and argentina this is really qatar's win there is no denying that over the past few weeks qatar the host country has been in the limelight while it was a proud moment for qataris to host the fifa world cup in their nation it also attracted massive attention and scrutiny and much of the reportage focused on the qatari government's poor human rights record including the deaths and working conditions of migrant workers as well as LGBTQ and women's rights. In addition to that, Qatar was also in the midst of a diplomatic crisis from 2017 to 2021. In those 5 years, 
Several nations, including Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates, cut their diplomatic ties with Qatar, accusing it of supporting terrorism. So, for Qatar, the FIFA World Cup was more than just football. It was about amending the diplomatic crisis. Even though Qatar is a small country, it has recently begun to assert itself as a major player on the political and economic worldwide stage. As per the Indian Express report, it currently occupies a spot among the top 10 nations when it comes to purchasing power parity per capita GDP. By hosting the FIFA World Cup, Qatar essentially wanted to boost its global credibility, and to some extent, it was successful. Even according to Nick Miller, a senior writer at The Athletic, Qatar did experience some level of success as reported by the Indian Express. It did so by using sports and spending exorbitant amounts. The Gulf country reportedly spent over 220 billion dollars and possibly much more for the World Cup, and according to local news, over 1.4 million fans from all over the world traveled to Qatar for the FIFA World Cup 2022. Plus, given that Qatar Sports Investments owns Paris Saint-Germain, the club for which Messi and Mbappe play, this World Cup final was all the more significant for the country. Considering all things, Qatar finally recognized the benefits of using sports investments as an enticing incentive for maintaining diplomatic relationships. And as you must have guessed by now, the World Cup served as the epicenter of that strategy. regardless of the fact that the bidding for the rights to host the competition was tainted by corruption related controversy many countries use sports diplomacy by hosting global sporting events like the olympics or the fifa world cup and how does it exactly help well by organizing international leagues countries can draw attention to their nation highlighting their culture and expand their global influence and visibility Simply put, the goal of sporting diplomacy is to bridge cultural and sociological divides through the unifying power of sport. Speaking of which, as this edition of the World Cup comes to an end, which was also considered to be the most criticized and controversial, another Gulf country is gearing up to host this mega event. If you haven't guessed it yet, it's Saudi Arabia. According to reports, the Saudis have already put a lot of work into preparing to host the FIFA World Cup in 2030. And much like Qatar, this interest in hosting the World Cup is nothing but an investment strategy that is centered around sports promotion and development and positioning the country as a destination for such events. Reportedly, the nation has already locked down on the Asian Winter Games in 2019 along with UFC fights and the annual Formula 1 race. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Manaswini and Shorbori, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.